Hello everyone, hope you're doing well. It's um, been quite a while since uh, the last episode. Uh, certainly uh, way before uh, the uh, COVID-19 obviously came to visit and obviously is here uh, until now. And uh, many, many, many things have uh, changed, both uh, outside uh, the outside world and maybe even the inside world compared to, well, depending on where uh, or what you are going through as individuals. So I, I myself have been uh, obviously very, very affected. Uh, my business has had to close uh, because of the laws. Uh, things are slightly opening up now, but uh, let's just say it's not, uh, it's not something... Uh, I choose to be dealing with but it's something I have to deal with nonetheless um, so as is the norm uh, as is custom uh, in uh, all or the majority I think of uh, the episodes of daggers and pearls I always start off with some type of poem as a blessing really before going into uh, the main topic that I have uh, selected and I hope uh, you uh, gain some type of um, enlightenment from. Uh, so this is a poem by William Stafford. I, I think I've read a lot of William Stafford poems and I make no apology for that. It's just that um, I read loads of poetry from loads of different poets from around the world. But uh, this, this, this one happens to be from William Stafford and I sort of like William Stafford. and. Uh, and uh, I share this one for, with you. It's called uh, Constellations. The broken part heals, even stronger than the rest, they say. But that takes a while. And hurry up, the whole world says. They tap their feet and it still hurts on rainy afternoons when the same absent sun gives no sign it will ever come back. What difference in a hundred years? The barn where Angus hanged her child will fall by then, and the scrawled words erase themselves on the floor where rats' feet run. Boards curl up, whole new trees drink what the river brings. Things die. No good thing is easy. They told us that, while we dug our fingers into the stones and looked beseechingly into their eyes. They say the hurt is good for you. It makes what comes later a gift, all the more precious in your bleeding hand. So there's a lot there, I mean, um, and there's a lot going on in, uh, in the world. Um, the, the beginning uh, is nice, the whole thing is nice, but the broken parts heal even stronger than the rest. And uh, that is uh, a truth when it comes to bones being broken, particularly with children. Uh, their bones mend and they come back stronger. Now, many of us in our souls and in our spirits are still children 
uh, and we're developing. Um, some people develop quicker, some people develop uh, slower, everybody has their pace. Uh, but once you awaken to the fact, at least this is my experience, once you awaken to the fact that you do have a soul, you do have a spirit, uh, and uh, you go about growing that spirit, obviously there, there will be many falls. And uh, when we are fallen and we're broken, we have the opportunity to mend back stronger. So the fall isn't something that we should look uh, badly upon. It's actually something that gives us something, but not in the way that we have chosen. Because uh, nobody chooses to fall. Nobody chooses to have their bones broken. And this reminds me of a question that uh, they asked a, a Islamic scholar. I think it was Ja'far al-Sadiq, if I'm not mistaken. Imam Ja'far al-Sadiq was asked, um, basically, is, is life a, a, a choice? Is it free will? Or um, what's the opposite of free will again? My brain, I think either the fasting has gotten to me, it's the holy month of Ramadan now, uh, and that can really do things to your brain. Uh, it's either the fasting that's making me forget words that are very quick, uh, that I usually get very quickly, or it's the meditation I'm doing. Uh, and I'm told that's a good sign. I'm told that's a sign that the meditation is working. Uh, but uh, you've got obviously free will where you choose uh, what happens in the world. Uh, and then you have the opposite of free will, and the name still escapes me, but I'm sure, I'm sure you understand what I'm, trying, what I'm trying to say. So it's a question of being a matter in between. Uh, you walk, you choose to walk from A to B. That's your free will. You don't choose to fall and break your hand, and then that's the opposite of your free will. Um, and uh, it's a question of living life with both. You can't say everything is written and I have no say and I'm just a, 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 a leaf in the wind. And at the same time, you can't say that everything is your choice uh, because it's not. Did you choose COVID-19 to pound on your door and to be locked down? You didn't, but it's a reality that you uh, and I and the majority of the, the world uh, is, uh, is going through. So it's a question of accepting that. And uh, being broken is uh, quite an experience. I think you'll all agree. Many of us are broken right now. And uh, the episodes or the whatever we call it, we, we call the series, we call this Daggers and Pearls, right? So the idea behind that, if you're watching this for the first time, is that there's a dagger of truth, right? An undeniable truth. And uh, I, I use the word dagger uh, to represent that. And then there's the pearls. And that comes from embracing the truth. The truth that most of us really do not consciously want to embrace uh, but similar to where we are right now we are now all stabbed by this dagger and uh, we are forced to experience things 
and uh, if we allow ourselves to experience it for what is it for what it is uh, not something that we control but something that forces us to either let go or remember or do something that allows us to get something that we would have not got otherwise i hope that doesn't sound too much of a riddle but to be honest it's life is a riddle and uh, life isn't all very simplistic there, there's a lot of complications in it but the complications as far as i'm concerned are all there to give us something we are extraordinary beings uh, so simple will only take us so far um, and it's important to embrace that complexity uh, not as a negative but as a positive well, my martial arts teacher uh, says it's not complicated, it's sophisticated. And there's a difference between that. If we're going to live a sophisticated life, you are going to embrace complexities. You are going to embrace uh, situations where exceptions need to be made. Uh, uh, constellations uh, need to be uh, looked upon. Um, it is uh, not a simple thing. Um, and not an easy thing, as the poem goes on to say. The end of the poem says, no good things, no good thing is easy. And uh, how true is that? You know, to live a good life today is not an easy thing. Uh, to live a good life that is uh, caring, loving, uh, conscious of uh, compassion is not an easy thing. It all sounds very easy and very symbolic, but uh, it's, it's a fight as far as I'm concerned, especially when you're living in a world and dealing with people and organizations that don't really express that um, in, a, in a direct kind of way. Um, but the topic I wanted to talk about uh, today um, was freedom um, and uh, the whole concept of freedom. Um, especially now that uh, uh, obviously many of us are, 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 are in lockdown and uh, if you hear a lot about what a lot of the arguments are, are, are going about saying, you know, this is an infringement of our freedom, we should be left, we should be allowed to go out whenever we want, we should open up our businesses and so on and so forth. I'm, um, I, I'm just going to be honest and say I, I don't know what is true or what is not true. Uh, I think the dagger of reality for me is that everything seems to be so fuzzy on the outside. Uh, people saying different things. Um, uh, and whenever I find a lot of fuzziness outside, the only way I deal with it is I go inside and I try and get some type of clarity uh, with regards to that. But um, going back to freedom, and the very concept of freedom. Most people, if you ask them, you know, what is freedom? They will respond by saying, it's doing what I want when I want it. That, that, that's a typical answer many people uh, give. I'll say what I want, I'll do what I want, I'll think what I want, I'll be what I want. Those are the, the common answers. But um, in times like this, when uh, the authorities and the government and the law tells you you need to stay home for the benefit of yourselves and for other people. If your notion of freedom was external, 
then you never had it to begin with. You know, if your notion of freedom was uh, doing things in according to your own will, whenever you wanted it, then that's been taken away. And if it was really yours, then it couldn't have been taken away. And I find that to be an interesting, um, an interesting thought to, uh, to, to investigate. So when it comes to freedom, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, it's not doing what you want anytime you want it. That is, that, that sounds like a teenager to me, you know, uh, once upon a time I was a teenager. Many of you, uh, were teenagers or some of you might be teenagers watching this. Um, but the whole notion of doing what you want when you want it is quite, quite an adolescent, uh, position. You can try doing that, but by all means, give it a go. I'm telling you from experience, it ain't going to end pretty because reality will smack you in the face and remind you that freedom is not you doing what you want. There's certain things you can't do, right? If you're in lockdown right now and you break the law, you are taking the risk of hurting other people one way or another. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to tell you whether what they say is true or what they say is not true. But I'm just giving you an example. You are not free to do what you want. You're free to be who you are. And that is something nobody can take away. If you are who you are, nothing can take that away. Whether you stay stationary or whether you are globe trotting from one country to the other. If you genuinely are who you are, then your freedom cannot be taken away because your freedom is already there. And the, the position of being who you truly are is accessible to everyone at any point in time. It takes a lot of work to get there. It takes a lot of risk and a lot of sacrifice to get there. there, there there's no doubt a lot of suffering. I can go on and on and on. But uh, that's there all the time. It was never not there. Your, your real freedom cannot be taken away. Your real freedom was there and is there. And if you're genuinely not free, it's largely because you're standing in the way of that one way or another. And you need to get out of the way. Um, and like I said, it's so easy to say. But when you experience that, you, you will go through a it's, that's a journey. It's uh, some people I'm told get it very quickly, but the majority, it's a bit like exercise, really, it's the accumulation of it, that on a sustained path of intention gets you there. But going back to freedom, I hope I'm not um, blabbing on. Well, I am really, but I hope some sense is coming out of this. Like I said before, it's been a while since I've done these episodes, but uh, I uh, and I wanted to come back, but uh, for whatever reason, um, I wasn't uh, prepared to. Uh, but I'm here now, and I guess that counts. I hope. So, going back to freedom, 
and how it is always yours, always was yours, but we have lived a life or we think in a way that says the opposite. It says, I don't have it and I'm going to do things. I'm going to do loads and loads of things in order to get my freedom. And when I get my freedom, everything is going to be okay. Um, and like I said, the, the notion of freedom is a bit skewed for me, from my experience, that the majority uh, of people uh, look at it in a skewed, in a skewed way. So you know how we're, what, what, what doesn't make it so easy is that we're sold an idea of freedom that isn't really real. It's a mirage. Uh, this is just my experience. And again, I, I never tell people what to think. and I, I'm not bothered about convincing you in any shape or form. I'm just sharing with you uh, some of my, my own personal thoughts. But um, the notion of freedom that most of us are sold is that you can be anything that you want to be, right? That, that's what we're sold this a lot of the time. So long as you put the hard work in, you can be whatever you want to be. And uh, if that works for you, good luck. Uh, for me, that I think is, is not accurate. I think that is a lie. I think that's a lie that benefits people that want you to do something that will benefit them. They have benefit in making you believe you can be anything that you want to be. Oh, and guess what? I've got just what you're looking for. You want to be this and I can help you with that particular thing. Um, I'm not a skeptic, but when I look at nature and I see a beautiful apple tree, I'm pretty sure that apple tree is happy to be an apple tree. It doesn't go, oh man, I want to be an orange tree. I want to be an olive tree. It's just happy being what it is. And in being happy, in being what it is, it has its freedom. And you can't take that freedom away. You can't, because it's genuinely theirs. And I think many of us live a life, I'm coming up to the end, man, 20 minutes can go pretty quick, huh? Um, many of us live a life where we're, we're an apple tree, a beautiful apple tree that produces beautiful apples, but we, we're, we're trying to be something else for whatever reason. And that takes away our freedom. And we suffer, we suffer needlessly. So the question is to awaken to that fact, to awaken to the fact that your freedom is, was, always there. It cannot be taken away at all. Not by a government, not by a virus, not by anything at all. <sighs> hmm. Well, that's uh, all there is from me. I uh, hope you got, you got something out of that. Um, until we see each other soon, inshallah, uh, remember that you are free. Uh, it's simply a question of living your life in a manner that makes you feel that freedom in a way that nothing and nobody can ever take away. I wish you well. I wish you love. I wish you freedom. All the best.